0: All right. Thank you, Jessica. Boy, I found him. I've lassoed our guy, Damon Benning. How's your summer been?
1: It's good. It's It's been really, really busy, but uh, it's it's football centric and it's uh, we're around young people and I get to see you. So it's good. That's really good.
0: These events, and you and I have talked about it, it's maybe
1: not quite as intimate as it used to be in Chicago in the ballrooms and stuff, but it is kind of fun to be here and talk football. It is. And you kind of get a chance to see how other people interact in this, in this kind of setting. Like does the demeanor match the persona and stuff like that? So it's kind of cool, but you're right. It is wide open, and I just kind of like people watching. I, I, normally, I try to mind my own business, but when it's football coaches interacting with media, I, I think you can definitely get a feel.
0: You and I were last year big fans of Michigan. I don't know if you still are this year. I think they could win the whole thing, not just the Big Ten. And I think their line play is. Our boss kind of found the magic, hasn't he?
1: Yeah, he has. And you know, offensive line really started to come around. And this year, they arguably will have the deepest and certainly one of the best defensive lines, if if not the the country, certainly in the Big Ten. They they can play four, five, six guys along the trenches and let's be honest they really didn't start contending and beating ohio state until they got better up front it wasn't the skill guys right ohio state still probably has the skill guys but o-line d-line is definitely residing in ann arbor and and they'll be right there when this thing is all said and done too just because of the way they play in the trenches last year the divisions What's your take on the West? Well, you know, I, I feel like you're, you'll be good at this, too. Don't you feel like the last two or three years you say, oh, it's right for the picking. Oh, it's right for the picking. you know, And you, you feel like it's kind of wide open. And, and this year, again, it's going to be a, a new face and a new place at the quarterback spot for every team in the West for the most part, you know, depending on what happens at, at Northwestern. But, you know, you're thinking you got to give yourself a chance while – Schools are breaking in quarterbacks and, and a few schools with new systems. So not a lot of tenure coming back at the helm in the West. A lot of new coaches with Bielema and Ferentz kind of holding court with Fleck. And then, you know, everybody else is we're starting, with, we're starting anew. So the West should be a little open. I still would probably go Wisconsin 1, Iowa 1A. Uh, and then I think Illinois and, and Minnesota are, are right there. I think Minnesota may be a little bit better than I originally thought, and I certainly think Illinois will be good.
0: I'm fascinated by Wisconsin. They're gonna change styles a little bit from something that's been pretty successful for them, but I'm also I'm a
1: pretty big fan of Fickle. What do you make of them and what we're gonna see out of the bat? Well he's he's been fantastic so far. He's very uh, he remind they have some similarities to Coach Rule where when you watch him work and practice, he's hands-on. He does special teams. He does O-line. He's got a good staff that is kind of cohesive. He brought a lot of guys over from Cincy, and he's got some pieces, right? They're, they bring experience back up front. They've got two. You and I were joking. They've got two really good running backs coming back, and and we'll see if Mordecai can take good care of the football. I think defensively. Um, you know, the, it'll take a while for it to settle in because they don't have a ton of depth, but they've got a lot of pieces. And, you know, arguably you can make the case that Nebraska and Wisconsin got the two best new coaches, uh, certainly in the conference, and, and, and maybe you can make the discussion in college football. Yeah.
0: The dark cloud, Damon, has been the Northwestern situation the last couple weeks. Uh, you and I have not talked. Your Your thoughts about that and how surprised were you when you heard all that
1: come out? I was shocked. I, I couldn't believe that uh, I was so off on what we thought, kind of the how they were winning, what the culture was like, and and I still don't know. I don't want to sit here and and act like it was running rampant. I don't know if it was a small section, if it was, you know, however long it went on. But I am I am surprised, especially as the reports continue to trickle out and the unceremonious departure of north of of. Pat Fitzgerald, and I couldn't believe it. You and I, we were listening to Coach Braun, and this is the first public press conference that Northwestern has had, and it was at Big Ten Media Days, and we still hadn't heard from their AD. So, you know, with I'm not sure, I'm sure Dr. Gregg's got a, a plan in place for that athletic department, but it was a total shock, and this may take them a while to, to, to overcome. You were part of locker rooms, and I think locker rooms are
0: different in 2023 than they were in 1995. And some of the stuff you hear, you're going, eh, okay,
1: I kind of see that happening, but we're kind of in a different day and age, and you deal with young athletes on a daily basis now. Absolutely, and I think self-awareness and kind of being able to read the room is a big part of it. And and you're right, though. You do bring up a good point that I think some people forget about. You know, the locker room is kind of a sacred place, and, and we didn't see a lot of our coaches in the locker room, you know, outside of it being halftime and, and maybe us meeting right before pregame, um, they weren't in and out of the locker room. They did a very good job of respecting that that was kind of the player's domain and, and, and there wasn't a lot of overlapping. But just with what's going on culturally and and, and being self-aware and, and people feeling empowered, you know, to, to kind of speak out, I think um, – it just was a situation that really caught me off guard and just the brevity of it. I mean, that was swift. Yeah. We, we went from kind of joking to a, a, a two-week non-paid leave to a coaching search, right? It, was, it happened in about 72 hours.
0: Visiting and Damon Benning. Our Damon Benning here on Sports Island, here on the Huskers Radio Network. All right, Nebraska's here tomorrow. For Matt Rural, first time to be at a Big Ten media day as a head coach. I want to ask you about the transition because Nebraska, when they moved from the Big 12 to the Big 10, it was a different kind of style of play. What what face, What face? challenges will Matt face, do you think, here in year one
1: in this league? Yeah, so he may be the throwback. If, if maybe this was 2012 or 2013, it would be a lot smoother transition because he's a power guy. You're going to see fullbacks and tight ends and 21 personnel, and, you know, he wants to win up front with – with toughness I think there are parts of this conference that are moving to more of a spread concept where you have to be a little bit of a throwback now there's going to be some teams that can run the football this year Penn State's got a pair Michigan's got a pair Wisconsin's got a pair Iowa will run the football we know what Bielema wants to do at Illinois and listen if and if Ryan Day's smart they'd find a way to listen I know Harrison and those guys are here and they're fantastic but if you wanna win conference titles, I think, in November, gotta be able to run the football. So I think Coach Rule's physicality uh, will serve him well. It may not be a smooth transition, but will, it will lessen kind of the jump that I think that they have to make because he wants to play good ball, control defense, and he's one of the first of the, the new head coaches at Nebraska's had in the last 20 years that started talking about defense. Defense really matters to him, and I think that evolution I think it'll develop quicker than the offense. I'm speculating a little, and if it does, he can get off to a little bit quicker start.
0: Just remember when we made the jump, and Bo was the head coach, and we just didn't have enough linebackers, because we covered spread week after week after week in the Big 12, and he just didn't have enough inside backers. But you you go add MJ Sherman, you add some guys out of the portal, you move
1: a Bullock to scholarship, maybe I think they realize they better have more depth there. Yeah, the second level, that's going to be a fun group to sort through. Uh, I use fun because I don't have to go bang heads, but highly competitive. You'll have about eight or nine guys. And he kind of gave you a glimpse towards the end of his pressers in the spring. He said at the linebacking spot, you'll have every opportunity to go win a job based on the way that we practice. So that let me know that there's going to be a certain level of physicality that, that they want to play with. And that second level is going to be interesting, right? Kind of a new system. You, they're a little lighter, a little quicker. Uh, they'll have to be able to run and hit. It, it could be a lot of fun, but it will be very, very competitive. Coach, World, the Oscars will be here tomorrow, so let's kind of skip ahead to next week. Camp does start next week.
0: Are there a couple of areas of this team that you're more intrigued by and it's a big August for, and maybe it's the running back room, your old position, about who how that separates out? Well, what Where
1: do you think the biggest emphasis need to be in august so there's two Uh, the the d-line situational depth and and having some bodies that can command some double teams ty robinson's continued development and and guys like that Uh, but then this one may be a little bit of a surprise I, i think the wide receiver spot is a little bit of a concern for me i worry about nebraska's ability to generate enough big plays early even though they want to play ball control it will be a shot offense when they do get vertical with the passing game so I think the development of more wide receivers it'll be led by Kemp and Marcus Washington and you know maybe Xavier Betts could be tied in heavy too you know depending on what happens with Gilbert you got Bork at your back a healthy Fedoni I think the wide receiving room how Nebraska throws the football is a little bit of a concern for me That gets going. How about the dorm? Moving them into the dorms. You didn't do that, did you? No, it's very interesting, though. I I go back and forth. The old me would have probably liked it, the young me would have fought it tooth and nail, you know, because you work so hard during camp, and we had actual two a days, and you couldn't wait to get away from the stadium and get back in your own bed and and kind of grab some peace of mind there. So that'll be interesting and i think just to see hundred five guys trek across the middle of campus will be interesting too he's about continuity and chemistry and listen there's no quicker way than to do it than to spend spend time with one another if iron sharpens iron you may get a few sparks Do
0: you think that's an nfl
1: influence to him
0: because you do that in the nfl
1: i do i think just the time alone and to stay with one another and he's got the staff there they've got to get acclimated too. they don't get any any days off with that so I do think that's a part of it where they want to use it to bond and come together as one another. And then it makes it all the more special sometimes when you break camp, where it's like, okay, we're done. We're ready for the season. You know, here comes Minnesota, and you'll have a chance to reflect at what being together for two weeks can do for you.
0: I think he's done a really good job in the last seven, eight months getting team chemistry. I've been on a couple of shows already today where they go, how's he done
1: getting the team together? I think he's been excellent in that area. Yeah, he's really stretched you guys, hasn't he? Where he, he wants you to learn to function when you're uncomfortable and when it's not easy and getting to know new guys. You know, he's got them back in the classroom as opposed to online. You can't really have phones a ton. You got to eat together. You had to. You picked your teams, kind of their battalions for the mat games. Were all sorts of different players. It wasn't just your buddies. So, I think he's. I think he's forced guys to to get outside their comfort zone a little bit, and, and hopefully, it serves them well. Speaking of bonding, Jessica's really
0: on a bent for all of us to agree on a certain candy. She's a Starburst. I'm not. I don't know that you really are either. It's too chewy. So she sent with me, she wants us all to try high chews. Now, I don't know if you're a high chew
1: guy. Big high chews guy. So so, so here's the difference. Do you see that flavor, that green apple they have? They're, it's, these are really good. And I'm telling you, be careful. There's an addictive component. I don't like to work real hard for a wrapper and, you know, chew and chew. But these, high, they have great flavor. These... This is a really good choice. I hate Maybe. to give her any credit, but this, this is a fantastic choice. The green apple is so good, it's almost addicting.
0: She's doing dances right now back in the studio going, I think I found our candy of choice. It's pretty good. It's really good. All right, I just hope I can I don't have to separate you two guys a lot during the season. <laughs> have fun. It's going to be here for you. Know we will be up in
1: Minneapolis. Can't wait. We'll get to travel together and hang out and hopefully... Uh, I wanna to get to a bowl game together. Right? Let's let's go hang out at, at a bowl game together. That's that's the goal.
0: No yeah. Damon Benny with us. So there you go, Jessica. You you, you picked the winner. Hai Chu, it is.